Business Futurology is the podcast series where we look into the speed with which technology is changing and the importance of keeping ahead. We answer important questions like whether NFT is fast becoming the only way creators can monetize their content. Like it or not, the metaverse is the way you will be connecting with your customers. So stay informed or get left behind. Renee de Koning, master in body language, NFT enthusiast, motivational speaker, coach and trainer, runs an exclusive international company. Since 1995, Renee has been delivering enriching insights and results-oriented outcomes to his clients. Renee's seminar, keynotes and trainings around the world are changing businesses with amazing level of positive increase. He shared stages with Brian Tracy, Jarek Robbins, Jack Canfield and many other influential speakers. Renee is also hosting preview sessions for Anthony Robbins on the UPW events. Welcome, Renee. Hey, thank you for the amazing introduction, man. Arnold, that's amazing. Thank you for having me. Tell us, what is the thing you, because I know you can read people, but go in detail. What are you doing every day? What's yeah, your, your bread and butter? Tell us. So, yeah, my bread and butter is this... Um teaching body language. In fact, uh, let people discover the secrets, the knowledge and the benefits of body language. And I, I know people sometimes they say, Renee, body language, you know, is this real science? Because it's not really, we don't believe in this because you, you can't prove it and it's this and it's that. But I do know that reading body language or the knowledge of body language or the knowledge of nonverbal communication is 93% of all communication. And I, I, when I say that, people say, really? I said, yeah, of course, it's 55% body language and 38% is the, the intonation. I mean, how many people think about, when they speak to somebody, think about their intonation? Nobody. Nobody thinks about that. I mean, I, I don't know if you think about the intonation when you speak to somebody, but nobody does. I mean, and, the, and then the body language, people, how many people pay attention to their own body language and what I mean about that is that, and this is science, tested science, pure science, is that when we communicate verbal, that means in verbal, in a verbal way, if I say something to you, I'm speaking on this podcast, this is in, in the conscious moment, this is in the moment, we transfer 40 bits of data per second. Whereas body language and nonverbal communication, that means intonation plus your body language, when you communicate the verbal 7% is 40 bits of data, the rest is 93% is 40 million bits of data per second that we're going to transfer from one person to another. That information is processed in the brain of that other person and comes back to you. And that's why it's said, it's been said that the outside world is a reflection of yourself, is 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 normal. Because you put something out there in terms of the verbal and the nonverbal and the intonation and body language, and it gets processed and it comes back to me based on what you gave, based on what you did send out. And therefore it's very important to know what do I send out, what kind of intonation do I use, what kind of body language do I use when I speak to people, what kind of words do I use. And if you pay attention to that on a regular basis, it becomes a habit. And once it becomes a habit, you know, you got completely different results. And after a while, you don't even pay attention to it anymore because you're so used to do that. And that's why we speak about people communicating from a very high level of consciousness. And they said, how do they do that? But that is, these are habits. It's like, 
getting up in the morning, you, 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 you brush your teeth, you do this, you do that, you have your rituals, you do this, you do meditation, with it, and you have a certain way of living with certain results. Whereas some people, they get up in the morning, they don't even brush their teeth, they, they have their coffee while they're driving their car, they're on the phone all the time, at midday they go to McDonald's, and when they're 38, they got cancer, they ask themselves, how does that come, how does that happen? These are rituals, and it's the same with body language. Once you start understanding how, for, for example, Formula One pilot, once they understand how the aerodynamics work in a, in, a, in a Formula One car, how the engine works, what does the car do when I do this and this and this, once they start understanding all of these things, then they get in the car and drive it. Not one minute earlier. It's the same with body language. Once you start understanding why the brain does what it does, how does it function, we're talking about the limbic system, neocortex, and etc., etc. Once you start understanding how does, how does that work, how does that work, how does that really work, then you'll understand why body language is not really a language. It's a feeling. Body language is based on feelings. There's no grammar attached to it. When you go on a job interview and people got a glass table, it's, tell me more about that because it's, that's quite a really good one. Well, what happens is that the body parts, the further away from the brain, are the less controllable. That means that your feet will tell me far more than your facial expressions, for example. Although you don't pay attention to neither your face and your feet. However, your feet are far more honest than your face because they're far further away from the brain, so they're less controllable. Now, what happens when you have a glass top table, and, and then that's one of the tips that I give away to, to people who are in HR when you have an interview or people who go for an interview when there's a glass top table, pay attention. It might be they know about body language, so pay attention to your feet, pay attention to your hands. And then they say, yeah, but if I have to pay attention to all of that, I will forget I'm at an interview. I mean, I will forget what I have to say if I have to pay attention to my body language. I said, just pay attention to it. But it is a fact that when... I have an interview and I can see under the table what's happening under the table. That says an awful lot about the person in the moment. Why they, for example, have their hands on, the, on their ties and, and rubbing in back and forward is because their hands are sweaty. Why are their hands sweaty? Because they're nervous. Why are they nervous? Are they telling the truth? I will pay attention to their eyes when they have to go right and they go left. Oh, that's a red flag, etc., etc. The the other The other thing is that because we went more online since 2020 because of all what, what happened so how can you read the body language from somebody who's online um most of the time we read micro expressions and the micro expressions are the facial expressions now what i mean by that is that first of all when you're in a zoom or in front of the camera make sure that your head is viewable make sure that a part of your body at least is viewable and that is the first thing that uh, will have an impact on the one watching you because a lot of people are half with their head down and they're almost not they're like scared to watch the camera or they are too high or they're too close or too far. Um, these are all signs of people who are, have a little bit of lack of confidence. The second thing is that the micro expressions when people are speaking and they look away from the camera, it might be that they have a sort of feeling of discomfort feeling. Uh, a feeling of this being discomfort, uh, also may, maybe a little lack of confidence. But when people look in a certain way, and especially for the camera, when I look to the right, that means left. Because in a camera Zoom meeting, it's the other way around, right? And these are signs that I will ask a question, for example, and people will look the wrong way. I will say, hey, what's going on there? I mean, 
for example, if I would ask you what is what was how was your trip to Egypt last year, and you sh you would look to the the left because it's a memory, right? Because if you look to the right, you're making the construction of something. So for me, that's a red flag. But maybe that day you were so busy that you have to make a construction of something that you have to remember. So it's not always a red, red flag. It could be like, ha huh, huh. But if I ask you seven questions and I got six red flags, you might be lying to me. Wow. You're just in a, a walking lie detector. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Yeah, because it's, it's it's scary because if you don't mention to people that you can read body language and they have a chat with you and, and especially when it comes to trying to sell you something or trying to, I don't know, just, just have a conversation with you. It's a good thing that you already can see if it's, you know, something genuine or something not. I'll, let me tell you a story, a real story. And um, I went, I mean, I'm talking about many, many years ago. I was applying for a job. And uh, I knew a lot about trucks and, and I used to work with DAF in, in, in Holland. And, um, and I was going to change from Brandt. And everybody at that time, they dreamt about working with Scania from Sweden. Scania was the king of the road, right? And uh, as a salesperson working for that company, that was an amazing thing to do. I mean, and they, uh, there, was a job, there, was an, there was a job available in, in sales. And I said, you know what? I'm going to apply. I am going to apply, period. And there were 135 can, uh, candidates. And uh, they were chatting. The manager was chatting with the director and director with the owner and blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden, one of the, the, the people in the room that said that it was the owner of the thing, he says, Renee, you don't talk too much. And I said, that's correct. And he said, why? I said, listen, the best speakers are, uh, the best speakers are the best listeners. And he said, you can leave the room. And I thought, wow, I blew it. And I went home and I got a phone call the day after and they said, when can you start? I said, excuse me? I, I, uh, yesterday, ASAP. And I said, and I asked them why? On what basis? I mean, months later, I asked that question. On what basis did you hire me? And they said, you were the only one with balls on your body. And, and, and he said, what you said was so correct to the point. The best speakers are the best listeners. And because you have one mouth and two ears, you should use them. If you ask questions, you have information coming your way. If you ask open questions, the why, what, where, when, who, which, how, if you ask questions starting with these words, you have an open question. People have to come up with a story. That story gives you information to work with. That story gives you time to read body language. That story gives you time to, to think about your next question with the information you receive from that person. Asking questions is the most important thing in reading body language and doing business in general. Most billionaires, millionaires, billionaires, trillionaires, they never do the talking. They always ask questions. You lose confidence when, when people are asking these questions, but I think that's the point where they can see you or make it or, or, you, or you feel on something. And you can ask questions and have conversations from a complete different level of consciousness. Let me explain this. If I look with my left eye into your left eye, asking an emotional question, I will in fact connect my emotional brain with your emotional brain, which is the right brain. 
my right brain, your right brain, is an emotional brain. So I'll, and it's connected diagonally. So my left eye is connected with my right brain. So my left eye is my emotional eye. I will look with my emotional eye into your emotional eye, ask an emotional question. The outcome of that conversation will be from such a high level, you can't imagine. Same the other way around. If I would ask you a rational question, for example, what's the agenda for next week? A rational, you know, structure, uh, construction. I would look with my right eye into your uh, right eye because it's connected with the left brain, the rational brain. So I would connect my left brain with your left brain, the two rational brains with each other, by looking in with my right eye into your right eye. The outcome of that conversation about a rational subject will be from such a high level. And that is something that people don't understand. I'm talking to somebody, I'm asking them questions, and people don't understand me. How come? Well, you might start training yourself by looking with your right eye and the right eye, or left eye and the left eye. I will say for all the ladies who are listening at the moment, don't look Renee in the eyes. Well, you know, I did some UPW previews, right, all over the planet and uh, from Australia to in, in, in Thailand and in Denmark and, and in Dublin and, and I don't know where I was. And what happens is that each time when I go on stage, you have to say who you are, what you do. And uh, everybody expects that Tony will appear, and then it's not Tony, and it's uh, it's another speaker, and and in most cases it was me. And I would go on stage and say, "Yeah, my name is," and blah 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 blah. And my profession is body language trainings and coachings. And then you look in the room, and everybody is changing their posture and, and their hands and their arms, and I'm like, "What the heck?" <laughs> and then I say it out loud. I said, "People, it's not because I'm doing trainings in body language that you have to change your posture right now immediately." stay who you are stay where you are and people sometimes ask me hey renee listen listen renee um uh, we have a question for you what does our body language tell you and then i say come here come here and i whisper in their ear you don't want to know and they go and they have fun they laugh with it right and i said the best body language that you can produce is by being yourself Never fake it. A lot of people say, yeah, I'm going to fake it until I make it. Well, you can, and it might even work. But if you are yourself and you will produce your own body language, and if you're at ease and you can be you, right, you don't have to fake it. And why don't you have to, why do you not have to fake it? Because on a subconscious level, if you speak to somebody and you fake it, their subconscious mind will absorb these signals anyway. And they're Gut feeling might say, nah, I don't know what it is, but it's something wrong with that person. The gut feeling will speak for them because they don't know nothing about body language. I will see it immediately. But somebody who knows, no, do, does not know anything about body language, their gut feeling will say, I, 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 I don't know. Hmm. Something is not right. And, and, and that's why don't fake it. Just be you and express yourself. Say the things as you, as you, as you want to say them. And if people don't like you, that is none of your business. When people say, wow, I don't like that, but yeah, whatever. Next, next, you know? And um, yeah, it's the same for relationships. People start a relationship and then, and then they fake it until three months later, you know, the corpses fall out of the closet and with all the, the stuff that comes around and, and just be you. That's, that's the best scenario. What, what kind of tips or tricks or let's say golden nuggets will, nuggets will you give to people who have well, who gonna 
um, let's say, go for these interviews or let's say going to do an investor's pitch or whatever. Yeah, what is your... The best thing to do before going into any business meeting where a lot of money is involved, uh, investors, uh, with, speaking with investors, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm at that stage myself at the moment uh, because of a certain project. Uh, if you apply for a job or whatever, do breathing exercises before you go inside. That's a ritual I still do today before going on stage. And it's not because I have stage fright or I'm, I'm scared or I'm ner- I'm not because I've been doing this for the last 26 years. But I still do it. And the reason is that when you're, when you're anxious, you have a certain way of breathing. When you're happy, you have a certain way of breathing. When you're angry, you have a certain way of breathing. When you're disgusted about something, you have a certain way of breathing. This every single situation in your life, you will have a certain breathing according to the situation you're in. But once you start meditating and do breathing exercises before you go into any meeting, business meeting, a meeting with a lot of money involved or an on-stage performance or whatever, you will calm down your nervous system and you will be so at ease. Your, your brain will function in a completely different way. You will start, yeah, you'll, you'll be calm, you'll be easy, you, don't, you, you, you will not be anxious or nervous anymore. And, and that's what I do each time before I go, whatever I do, which is important or have an, a lot of, I mean, I'm at an age, I know I'm not really getting nervous anymore, but, <laughs> but for people who are going for the very first time to apply for a job, do some breathing exercises and, and, and calm yourself down. And it's, it's, yeah, breathing exercises are super important. Absolutely. Yeah, because, because what you, you mentioned about, well, I, I've mentioned about investors and, and you give this amazing, amazing tips and tricks because you also are doing some other things. You mentioned already other things, what, what got to do with investment. So, um, and you are in the NFT so tell 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 us a little bit about that. Well, you don't have to do an an, an investor speech to me, but I mean, <laughs> tell us a little bit more about your your NFTs because it's quite interesting as well, uh, Renee. A friend of mine. We've been doing business for the last twenty six years, right? He's a very dear friend of mine. He lives in Dubai at the moment. He when I moved to the UK, he moved to Dubai, and uh, he has an amazing company out there. And last November, he contacted me. He says, Renee, uh, are you already an NFT? And I said. I would like to answer that question, but I can't because I don't know what NFTs are. He says, what? You don't know what NFTs are? I said, at all. He says, well, these are non-fungible tokens. I said, yes, but that's Chinese to me too. He says, what? I said, explain it, please. And he started explaining it. And NFTs, in fact, is a non-fungible token. If you have a Bitcoin, you can divide it in a million pieces. A non-fungible, the word itself says it, and unfungible, you can't split these things up, right? So what happens is that a non-fungible token is a digital art. Digital art connected to blockchain, connected with crypto. And this is an amazing business today, more than ever. So what, what they created, they created a certain uh, non-fungible token and, and it's called Goofy Golfers. And uh, it's an amazing thing. And once they're on the market, so there's a pre-sales um, period, which will soon end here for that one. By the end of March, it, it will end. There's an, a certain price. But once they start minting, when they start offering all of these uh, NFTs, Goofy Golfers NFTs to the big market, they will 
increase already with 30%. So when you invest $200, all of a sudden 30% will be added automatically because they are offered on the market with plus 30%. So yeah, so Goofy Golfers is in fact digital art connected with crypto and blockchain. And it's amazing uh, how short term your investment will grow like crazy. NFTs, they get minted on like OpenSea, for example, or um, there's there's some some other some other let's say uh, websites as well where you can where you can mint or sell these NFTs. So the Goofy Golfers are they going to be on OpenSea or going to be on Rarible or which? Uh, OpenSea, OpenSea, yeah. So what happens, for example, if people want to know more about it, they, they can always contact me. But what happens is they buy them with US dollars. Or they can buy them at USDT, right? On uh, on on through their uh, their own wallet, their uh, crypto wallet. Uh, once that happens, they will have to create a MetaMask uh, address. But I mean, I will explain these steps step by step when people would be interested, right? And we're not going to do this in this podcast. But once that have that MetaMask address, then those goofy golfers will go on OpenSea. And the MetaMask is in fact their wallet for that uh, for that NFT. So it's a, it's a, um, yeah it's something that goes crazy these days. I mean an NFT that goes two hundred dollars can be going ten thousand twenty thousand in less than two weeks. It's 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 crazy. It's, it's really it's, it's getting it's, popular it's really with uh, getting with popular NFTs and with, uh, with because NFTs of well. And, and because of, we we well, all know a couple of of, of we, we famous know a couple of, names of, of that have created millions with NFTs and um, well, I have to say with with Goofy Golf is going to be exciting time, Renee. I think this is going to be also part. I know that you know the part with your journey with body language, and then of course your and the NFTs. I think it's going to be it's going to be going to be a great challenge. It's going to be a good. I say a good. Some, some, some amazing yeah. times. <laughs> some, some, some amazing times. <laughs> mm, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Be, before, it's, um, it's, it's, be, before mm-hmm. yes. So go ahead, go ahead. Let's say before we uh, yes. we go. So um, let's say because of, of, we, of course uh, you you start um, traveling again because, because of, everything is you, going back to normality. You've mentioned already that you're going to Iran. You've when are you going? Was it next next week or next month? When are you going? Was it next next week or next month? Yeah. So this month, still this month, on the twenty sixth and the twenty seventh, I have a seminar of my own oh, in yes. Antwerp, yeah. uh, in the golf club. Oh yes. Uh, yeah. South from Antwerp and Edeham, uh, we have a two day uh, certified training, including certificate, including a book, including everything, uh, for two days training, and then there after that, I'm going uh, to Belgium. Uh, I will stay in Belgium, in fact, this is the marriage of my daughter. And then beginning of May, I'll be in uh, Iran, in Tehran. So I leave the 3rd of May for Tehran. And then I'll do a three-day seminar about international management. And then, uh, I mean, delivering, sharing. And then on the 7th or the 8th, I'll come back to uh, Belgium for a couple of days. And then I'll be moving to Dubai uh, for the other project that I'm running, uh, the resort. As I, But that's something completely different out of the subject isn't it <laughs> and, and renee where can people find but, uh, you and, and if, renee um, where can they, people find you well if, um, need they, to learn how to well, do a job a, a good job interview job and how to good job you know yeah. body, yeah. get the body language the best way to <laughs> get the body language the, be, <laughs> the best way to find me is is by googling my name renee de kuning so r e n e d e c e u n i n c k 
And when you find me on Google, you'll, f I mean, if you have an issue, uh, if you can't find me on Google, you have an issue with your Wi-Fi in the first place. But, and then the website is www.renedekuning.com. So it's in fact my name.com. You'll be on the website. You'll find all kinds of information, how to contact me. Uh, and if you want to have a direct conversation uh, on the website, there's a Calendly link. So you click for the 30 minutes free conversation. Uh, we'll book the conversation and uh, I'll answer your questions as much as I can. And maybe book a second meeting or a third meeting. Then uh, we'll take it from there, right? Well, thank you very much, Renee, for being on well, this podcast. And well, much, I even Renee, I have learned quite a lot. So hopefully the listener will also. And yeah, again, thank you very much, Renee. And yeah, again, thank you very much, Renee. You're more than welcome. And I hope everybody that was listening, they learned something and that um, they applied because knowledge is, is, is amazing, but applied knowledge is, is priceless, right? So, uh, and thank you for having me, Arnold. It's a real honor and pleasure and privilege to be here with you on this channel. Thank you so much for that.